Mark? Yes, Doug? I'm thinking about following a Twitter page. Anyone in particular? Well, I was thinking I really like American football, and I'm really a fan of Bants. Hard Bants. <laughs> Bants with a Z? <laughs> yes, Craig. Because Bants, Bants with a Z. Z. I am interested. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Attempt number two of episode six. How you been, fellas? Martin, Craig, and um, Mark, how you doing? Lads. You uh, you living the dream, boys? As the uh, are the royalty checks flooding in? Around yeah, the milk yeah. and honey. Now, now. I've stopped talking to my mum. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Uh, this is the Long Snapper Podcast. Um, well done. Congratulations. Um, You've done well to be here. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Long Snapper NFL podcast. If you've just discovered us, we are three, sometimes four, even occasionally five Brits who just love the game and love to talk about it. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 51 of the Long Snapper podcast. If you've been here before, then welcome back. Thanks as always for downloading. And you'll be pleased to hear that we'll be carrying on with our usual blend of uh, NFL. I've got, some, I've got summer fruit squash if that counts, but... Yep, I'm, uh, I'm so going. I'm going dry. You're going dry. I'm going dry. Wow. This is the first and last time that you'll hear that voice on this podcast because that is uh, Russ, my good, my good. Well, I'd say good friend, someone I know um, from back in the day, who who is the, the bat signal and are here. We've got um, a listener and a, a, a podcast league member, Rich Noonan's here. Hello, Rich. Good evening. How you, How doing? you doing? Podcast debut. Um, yeah, yeah. So go well. Um, that, <laughs> the show well. and a first time appearance. Am I right? That's right. How you doing, Patrick? You're right. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on. I'm feeling all nostalgic. This is 200 episodes of the of the Long Snapper podcast. How about that? Um, and in true Long Snapper style. Hardly anyone's available. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can hear Pat chortling away. I'm I'm Adam. You clearly know that. Um, Russ is here as well. Hello, Russ. Hello. Uh, long time no speak. I feel like I've not been on uh, on a long snapper since. I think I I joined randomly in the middle of one about five minutes. Can't remember who was on, but uh, you had a guest, and I joined, and then I left as quickly as I joined. While ago, I, I do, I do remember. Um, we've kind of got into a culture of just people dropping in if they're not necessarily here, which is which is good. We might have another guest drop in at some point, um, teaser, um, but we we will see. Yeah, it, it it's six and a half years since Doug and Mark and Craig and Martin started this thing. Like, six and a half years. I don't. I, yeah, yeah. Is it really? It is. You'd started all over before that, though, hadn't you? Yeah, but that's what I was thinking, and I didn't think it had been, you know. So we started all over. I think in the in the May of twenty six must be May of twenty sixteen. Um, and and I'm assuming that Doug started LSP in the August stroke September of that year. Yeah, I think it was kind of the preseason in the run up to. So that yeah, so summer sometime I think. Um, I, this I is going to be one join... of those things where we're all surprised that it's nearly the end of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
by the time we finish recording, it might be. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's astonishing, really. Um, I mean, there have been uh, this incredible amount of average podcasts out there, and we probably rank somewhere in the middle, um, which is which is good. But the longevity's been there, um, and largely because we enjoy doing it, um, not not because of any listeners. Um, you know, we don't. I'm not saying we don't care. We yeah, we, we don't care about the listeners. And we don't care about the best ability, right? Yeah, absolutely. And when you've got a when you've got a relatively decent turnover of staff, um, that helps, obviously. (laughs) Keep it fresh by being flaky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In in other words, we're due a bit more turnover. Um, maybe maybe it's my time to step aside. Who knows? Um, It seems it seems far fetched. We'll get to three hundred, but you never know. We'll keep doing it as long as we as long as we enjoy it. Basically, I mean, we're two thirds of the way there. We've done the hard work. (laughs) <laughs> it does seem like hell, but it doesn't. That's the thing. If it did, we wouldn't be here. In in true honor tradition, shall we have a little quiz? Yeah, yeah. Why not? I'm hoping it's a friendly one, Adam. Because if it's anywhere near uh, NFL facts based, I'm going to get my ass handed to me. No, you're uh, right. I mean, that may happen anyway. But that's true. It's. I mean, you. I know that you both are familiar with House of Games. I, I do enjoy it's like a nice sort of friendly relaxed little quiz show there's no no one well maybe some people take it too seriously you can always lots... spot those people you can always spot those people yeah like, they generally the... win yeah every week like all five episodes <laughs> you're like come on take your, take your foot off the off the pedal Pat A I sometimes feel that their guests are too polite to buzz like they're almost waiting for others to have their turn on that on that show, which is a bit odd. None of that here. Uh, but I they, mean, they... I would dominate the shit out of House of Games as well. Oh, 100%. It I looks... no bones about that. I'd, you've... Yeah, I'd, I'd win every week. Um, if we, unless we were up I would have no them. mercy. I, I would be, I would be like... I was trying to think of somebody who I watched recently who just won everything. Uh, Tim Key. Tim Key was on it recently. Who is a very funny man, but he won. He just couldn't stop himself, and he was just buzzing. <laughs> He's an incredibly competitive man, isn't he? Yeah, I've seen no more me. jockeys. Some of that is like genuinely annoyed, and you're like, you're arguing the black is white, but you're getting away with it because Mark Watson's a pushover. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there is there is a game in House of Games, and I haven't looked up the name of it, um, but they they're essentially trying to name things from lists, but with a letter removed. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure you've come that was on tonight's episode. Um, so, yeah, it's it's lists of stuff, um, but you can't name anything on that list containing the letter blah. Um, okay. So I've got three of these lists. We'll just do a, a la- last man standing, best best of three. This is all this is. Um, but I am not going to allow any... Horse noises? Horse noises, trademark Mark Salem. Um, <laughs> So I want I want quick answers and, and you'll take you'll take it in turns. Um, and the first list is is simply going to be naming NFL teams. Team names being geographic location and nickname. So it's the whole thing. Um, and they are not allowed to contain the letter T. Russ, you're top of my screen, so we'll we'll start with you. Let's oh see how this gosh. goes. Philadelphia Eagles. Correct. Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Cleveland Browns. 
Yes. Miami Dolphins. Yes. San Francisco 14. Oh, fuck. No, I'm going to give you that. <laughs> I'm giving you that. It's the number. Oh, they count as letters. Ah, so San Francisco 40. So 49 is actually 49 is, actually is the number. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Thank so you, you can have that. You're still alive. Back to you, Pat. Chicago Bears. Yes. Uh, Buffalo Bills. Correct, yeah. Green Bay Packers. Yes. Los Los Angeles Rams. Yes. Los Angeles Chargers. (laughs) Yes, you could have had either. Yeah, New York. You fucked yourself either way there. (laughs) (laughs) New York York Giants. It's definitely got a team. I think there's only one. I think there's only two more. uh, One more left, anyway, isn't there? Uh, there are actually, there's actually two. four more. I just thought of. Yeah, Las Vegas more. Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, Arizona Cardinals, Denver Broncos. Your team, Russ. Uh, well, my, maybe my, not, maybe my not anymore. Uh, Law of averages, I mean, yeah. I might, I might get back to the Seahawks. That's not happening either. <laughs> well, there you go. Point, point to Pat. Second list. This will be... These are starting quarterbacks from week 12 the week we just had so any any of the 32 quarterbacks who started a game in the NFL last week in case you're scared there weren't any bye weeks so no sort of tripping up there uh, but the letter and this is first name plus surname again the letter that you can't have is E okay so Pat you can go first this time give me Garoppolo okay, yes Lamar Jackson. Yes. Marcus Mariota. Yes. Andy Dalton. Yes. I'm fucked. We're callbacks already. Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll give you that. You're very generous. I know. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yes. Kirk Cousins. Yes. To uh, I have tagging of telecom. You know what I'm saying? To, uh, uh, it, why can't I say? It doesn't matter. It doesn't why matter. Why can't I say his surname? It <laughs> doesn't matter. Somebody else say his surname that, for Tanga me. Tangabailoa. Tangabailoa. Thank you. <laughs> that should have bought me enough time to think of another one, but it absolutely didn't. Sam Darnold. Oh wow! Well done, Pat. Thanks um, for coming back, big face. Uh, and there are literally no others. What? So I don't know how this works in this scenario. That's incredible, gents. Um, I think I think we play the third board and just to see if Russ can tie. Um, uh, you st- I'll, I'll, I'll make you go first again as you as you're ahead. Um, these are American states where an NFL team plays. Um, bit of, bit of geography. Throwback to, to <laughs> last week or the week before. Um, but you can't use the letter S. Okay. So, Pat, start. Florida. Colorado. Uh, yes and yes. We've done well then. <laughs> <laughs> um... This is this is good with the fir- third guess. <laughs> Louisiana. Oh. 
Louisiana definitely has an S. It has an S, yeah. I was going to oh, say. Oh shit! I was trying to avoid E's. Bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, there's. So it was, it's S's, wasn't it? So there's Michigan, California. I mean, there's, there's loads. There's loads. New York. Um, yeah, yeah. From the um, sublime to the ridiculous. I mean, literally team names: Arizona. Yeah. California. Um, okay. North Carolina. It's North. sort of a team name. Maryland, Indiana, Georgia, uh, New York, Georgia. Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you've tied that quiz, I think, which is a bit weird. We, we have. Can we? Uh, is there any sort of tie break? No, no. Unless I, unless I was to think on the hoof, I could think on the hoof, but I, I'm a bit lazy. Um, in fact, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. This is on the hoof. I want current roster Tennessee Titans players, and you can't use the letter A. This may fall down because I'm not. This is just all off the top of my head, in the arrogant assumption that I know more about them than you two. <laughs> um, Russ, you can start this time. Derek Henry. Yeah. Traylon Burks. Yes. This is this is much mental spelling test for me now, rather than <laughs> anything else. Oh jeez, Randy. Oh fuck, <laughs> Randy Bullock. <laughs> But he is currently rostered, but it's got an A in it. So. Oh, it, it, it's it's very A. It's very. It's, I mean, the A is literally the second letter of his name. So, Pat, have some music. Robert oh, Woods. Robert Woods. I mean, you don't need to say it. You don't need to name any any more Tennessee Titans. That would be that would be hey, silly. I'm, waste I'm looking of time. at I'm looking at the roster now. And you still messed up. Well, yeah. Well, no, no. I've just I've got <laughs> it up after I've finished. And Giggity. I'm looking, and then it goes. <laughs> Austin Hooper. Tierre Tart, Dennis Daly, Nate Davis, Demarcus Walker, Dontre Hilliard. There are lots of A's. There are lots yeah. of A's. Um, Amazingly, Adam's new favourite tight end doesn't have an A in it. Chizogia Monconog Orinoco. Chig. Exactly, yeah. Chig. Oh, no, that's someone else. Oh, no, no, you think uh, it's not a Conquo. Um, Nick Westbrook. Nick Westbrook Aquino um, would, would, would qualify, actually, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, it's nice. Jeffrey Simmons, the game wrecker. Lo- loads, loads you could have had, but Pat's, Pat's got some music. I think a tie might have been more pro. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, does it? We're just, we're just, we're just chatting. Um, bit of a bit of a game. Um, yeah, we as as teased, we may we may have a guest join us in a minute. But before that, shall we do some one sentence reviews? Yes. Which we've presumably prepared. So let's do these. <laughs> um, okay. We all the way back last Thursday, Thanksgiving, we started with Buffalo 28, Detroit 25. A lackluster Buffalo sneak past a resurgent Detroit. New York Giants 20, Dallas 28. Another enjoyable Thanksgiving game. It felt weird. <laughs> New England 26, Minnesota 33. In a shocking turn of events, New England was screwed by the rest and Kirk Cousins showed up in prime time. What is this opposite's day? <laughs> Cincinnati 20, Tennessee 16. Tennessee are still comfortable in their division, but Cincinnati draw level with Baltimore on 7-4. and four. Denver 10, Carolina 23. OK, I admit it, I'm not sure that the Broncos are going to figure this out with Wilson and Hackett. Tampa Bay 17, Cleveland 23. Perfect narrative construction from Jacoby Brissett. Now we just need Watson to come in and absolutely suck. Baltimore 27, Jacksonville 28. Pat, 
do you want this one? Lawrence <laughs> comes up clutch with a two-point conversion and sends the Jags into raptures. That was incredible. Um, Houston 15, Miami 30. The steamrollering to end all steamrollerings as Houston scored only in junk time. Chicago 10, New York Jets 31. Great way for the Jets to get back on track. Don't expect to see a Zach Wilson return anytime soon, though. Atlanta 13, Washington 19. Heineke outscores uh, Mariota in this clash of Washington. Who remembers when the NFC East was the worst division in football? (laughs) I miss it. No, well, sort of. LA Chargers 25, Arizona 24. As expected, the injured Chargers had just enough left to beat the dysfunctional Cardinals. Las Vegas 40, Seattle 34. Josh Jacobs went into this game questionable with a calf strain. LA Rams 10, Kansas City 26. I mean, the LA Rams have laid down and died and Kansas City look like they're going to win it all again. So sunrise, sunset, I suppose. Yeah, that's not much more to say, really. Um, New Orleans 0, San Francisco 13. The Niners take their win streak to four whilst bageling New Orleans. Really poor show. Green Bay 33, Philadelphia 40. That Philly offence is an absolute juggernaut. As for Green Bay, they look better with Love than with Rodgers. And finally, Pittsburgh 24, Indianapolis 17. The cots of pish, and I am absolutely here for it. <laughs> absolutely. They, I thought they were going to win at one point. Mm-hmm. But then, then the steel the Steelers were all right. They and all right was enough. All right was enough. But they needed to be all right. They they couldn't win that. They weren't going to win that game by being what they've been all year. They had to actually string some offense together, and they they did that even when the momentum seemed to change. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, anyway, I, I don't know if we're going to talk about NFL this week. It just feel, it feels like a week for nostalgia um, and self indulgent nostalgia. Um, was the best sort. So, was I, I know in the, in your little montage, Alan. Your yeah. um, your hosting did your hosting duties commence episode forty one? Uh, not sure. It it was we we. I think there was a time where we were all taking it in turns. Um, obviously, Dougie was doing it at the start, um, and then Craig started doing it, and there was a while it was just it was just craig kind of doing doing the hosting but craig as craig will will be craig he wasn't there every week um so (laughs) um yeah i can't remember exactly but there there was a it was sort of a job on rotation for a bit um i don't think i don't think i ever was appointed host um, but it's like all of these things. You just you you're doing it so long, no one questions it. It's like Rich, <laughs> Rich and Rich and Pat being regular guests. Yeah, um, it is. It is one of those. It is funny, and it, and it is amazing. I know we we started talking about this a minute ago, but to be going for six and a half years is is really quite incredible. Um, it only feels like yesterday show. when I was typing away in SoundCloud everything I thought as I was going through each episode. And... <laughs> no, that was like one of the minutes and three years at the same time. Reading through though, like I remember doing it with Mallover and Long Snapper, reading through those SoundCloud notes, trying to work out what it is we were talking about. <laughs> as, yeah, you, fun. As, as, as trying to work out your comments. 
Oh, so you for a while, to... you were the only person that, that interacted with the long snapper pod, Pat, other than the people that were involved in it. Well, I think unless unless you were listening to it on SoundCloud, uh, back when we used SoundCloud, um, but unless you were using that platform, there was no there was no way to do that. Like you couldn't you couldn't listen on Apple Podcasts or whatever else there is and and do that do the same thing. But you could put a comment with the, uh, at the time code that you were, I think. So yeah. Yeah, we could go go back and just press press play at that moment. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, that was that was Pat. Um, and oh, do you fancy coming on once? Just a, a guest appearance. Yeah, yeah, that's just how it works. Same with me. Can't get then you can't get rid of me. <laughs> um, more Lover still going strong though, Russ. Which which is I mean, even even older than the the long snapper. Strong strong is a. It's a big word. Um, we could be kid a little bit. I mean, a bit like anything. I'd rather sit and watch a football match, as in American football, than I would a rugby match at the moment. Like I'm, I'm so, I'm so over it, and it's it's really hard. It's really hard to make a podcast about stuff, um, and be enthusiastic about something that you're really struggling to love. Um, it'd be like me trying to make a podcast about my missus. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. That was a joke, by the way. I don't know, but um, I'd tune in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be an interesting podcast, but point it like it just and you know we we recorded the other night and it, it was very much a, a moan fest and. You know, it's only so long that that takes before people just go, it's fucking rubbish. So it's you need to be, need to have like a balanced view. And there the is que- a, the question is if you in- a lot of stuff in rugby. If you moment. still, if you enjoy the moaning, that's the question. If, but if it gets to the point where you're so disinterested in rugby or it's just pissing you off well, enough you that do- you don't want to talk about it, then that's that's it's an not, issue. But it's like anything, mate. It's not even it's not even about the wanting to talk about it. I don't mind talking about it. I just can't find find the time or find the enthusiasm to watch it. And if you're not watching it, it's hard to form any opinions. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So then, you know, similarly, like for football, I know obviously you guys, you guys watch watch your teams religiously. You will follow them on um, on um, God. What's it called? The the website Game Pass, or you'll follow them and you'll watch your team every Sunday or whenever they happen to be playing. Whereas I, I'll, I'll maybe watch a bit of prime time, but I'm more than happy watching handsome Scott on a Sunday evening <laughs> and, uh, and catching up on all the, on all the, the brilliant stuff that that's happens on red zone. And you get to sit in that way. You get to see so much amazing football across the whole league. So you get to enjoy, enjoy everything. And that's where, you know, it's a running joke, isn't it? My my lack of allegiance to to any one team. But well, let let me stop you there. As teased earlier, um, we've we've got someone dropped in to say hello, or well, hopefully a longer hello. Um, how are you doing, Dougie? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, good, good. We're we're sort of being self indulgent and reminiscing about how on earth we've churned out 200 episodes of this shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's slightly more polite than that before you Frankly arrived. incredible to me. 
I think I've done <laughs> one since 2019. I think I did my last one when I was in Japan, didn't I? I, um, I, I think you were on it once last season, actually. I can't, I, I yeah, can't I think I've done, yeah, like I say, I've done the I've odd, done odd one here and there. Since 2019. So for you boys to keep it going for three years is quite, quite admirable. Um, Just, I still listen to every episode in various I'm, I'm sorry to hear degrees that. of fury. <laughs> um and what what i do admire the most is that in those intervening three years not one single thing has changed well yeah we kind of the commitment to a lack of um uh new segments a lack of um unstinting loyalty to a format is, is again really admirable and if it's not broke don't fix it <laughs> i mean it, part, parts you, you of know. it are definitely broken but we we yeah, try things we try things occasionally and they yeah yeah you know, i've often we... thought about like there, there are and i still get the odd sort of pang of um i i come up with ideas every now and again that would be quite fun but um yeah I, I never share them because <laughs> you're a selfish prick yeah yeah well, either you. either share them or just go and do them and, and uh, we'll hear them do, do you know uh life has a habit of creeping up on you and taking what precious spare time you have away from you and in the intervening three years i've got really really into golf so um it's just a real copycat. <laughs> yeah, like I want to copy a fat ginger cunt. <laughs> <laughs> the last Dougie t- episode that I could find was November 2021. So uh, it's an annual okay. feature. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's we were we were talking about Mallover before you dropped in and how Russ has kind of fallen out of well, I think you all are a bit falling out of love with rugby. Um, and that the, these things will follow. It's it's hard to it's hard to want to talk about something that pisses you off, I, I guess. Um, but you've been doing the the all over podcast in in the intervening time, which is yeah, I, which is I, always I, a good listen. There was a there's an episode recently with you had a guy who a professor of head injuries and. I, I, or as I like to call him, a professor of hysteria. It was it was quite a I don't know what the word is. It was it was a gripping listen. I I wasn't sure. Obviously, the fact that you weren't in the same room meant that no one was probably going to die. So that that was that was a positive. Um, but it was it was quite something. It was, I think. Yeah, I, I think was it a Twitter conversation between you all? That got I, I think a bit that's too how it far? came about. I think, yeah. I think the, um, I, I think that guy was high on self righteousness. You know that scene in The Simpsons when the uh, guy gets in the, into the car that's powered by his own sense of self worth, <laughs> <laughs> blasts off over the horizon. I think if he uh, if he had a Tesla that was ran like that it'd still be going he wouldn't need to charge it he started he started he started talking and like the first five ten minutes i think he's this guy's making a lot of sense and then it sort of 
became very apparent he was just digging his heels in with the thing he believed in and telling effectively telling parents how they should bring up their kids and i just kind of thought it's literally a parent's job to make these decisions or help your or help your children make these decisions in their in their best interests and he's yeah. he was sort of sitting there saying no you're an idiot i know more than you yeah and he needs to be right because he's built his entire career on it right? yeah so- the, arg- the argument he made about how people shouldn't be allowed to tackle until they're like 16 was just fundamentally flawed that you're gonna rather than teaching kids who bounce how to tackle you're gonna say to a grown adult who's never tackled here go and tackle a fully player (laughs) go well to to bring this back to nfl you see you see clips from america sometimes of here's like oh here's a clip of look at what this idiot did in america (laughs) (laughs) crash bang wallet what a video (laughs) Um, but you'll see like footage of Derek Henry trucking people when he's four um, in like peewee leagues and they're all playing with helmets and pads and I'm sure I'm sure they still do now you like literally like five six-year-olds running around in in like full gear and and helmets and maybe there's different attitudes to it that that happens yeah yeah rugby rugby's rugby's under the cosh i don't know it feels it feels a bit weird are you still are you still watching american football every week uh yeah um pretty much every week apart from when i'm working and and then usually um if there's any policeman listening uh i don't have my ipad on the passenger seat with red zone on it Um, I will drive at 80 miles per hour if I need to get somewhere quickly. 70 miles an hour tops. Um, yeah, I watch every week uh, to varying degrees. I've, I find Red Zone now, I think it's too, I, I, I'm conflicted because I hate the Sky Sports coverage so much <laughs> and what they've done with it, where they've sort of, you can't watch the highlights program because everyone that presents on it is insufferable. You can't watch the main coverage of the six and nine o'clock games because the presenters are terrible and they cut back to them so often and just like inane Hannah Wilkes at a TV screen reading tweets. It's just the most lazy coverage you could ever think of. Um, But I find red zone it's the other extreme. Yeah. Have you ever seen that film on Netflix with Adam Sandler with Kevin Garnett in it? I can't remember. Uncut Gems? No. 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 I'd advise you if, you, if, you, if you've got a free couple of hours, watch it because um, it's good. Uh, what about The Bear? Did you watch The Bear? I did watch The Bear. Um, that feeling of like just constantly being uncomfortable and like not settled. You don't get into a rhythm with Red Zone. You just... It's constantly an abuse of the senses. It's that. It's that. From one, one slap game in where the face. everyone's going nuts to another game where everyone's going nuts, and it's just seven hours of nuts. And you're seven like, hours. Of, seven hours of Smash Mouth. Yeah, I, I find it. I, I find it really good. It's the second half is great, where you've got three or four games, and there's a good balance of. Yeah, I agree. Like with you, that. you yeah. can immerse yourself in enough into the three or four games that are going on that you you kind of you know where each team is on the field you know the dynamics of a game but the first half where there's eight or nine games it's constant 
bang 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 highlights which is which is great but you don't feel like you're watching you don't feel like you've got a sense of who's actually playing well and, and what's going on um, but i guess that's just the the schedule and yeah the the alternative is to watch i mean i'll, I'll watch the titans if the titans are on at six o'clock yeah um which they I, normally I are and it's sort of like the the one o'clock game um for reasons um i've been watching a few of those sort of late night games um where I, I actually prefer it when Sky Sports just cut to the Sky Sports logo while they're waiting for America to get back up ads. <laughs> like preferable to the studio offering that we have on Sky Sports. Well, I, I had it all. I'd rather watch a placeholder than Neil Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Test card. Yeah. The, I had incredible. to. I had the Titans on Sky against the Bengals last Saturday. Last Sunday at six. We're on the sky again this Sunday at six. Um, like the format, the format would work if there if it was just I don't know done with done with different people maybe. <laughs> I think, yeah, if, it, yeah. if it wasn't pitched at the lowest common denominator, which seems to have been the process for the last fifteen years of Sky coverage, it's like come on, this isn't a fringe sport anymore. There, it sells out Wembley or wherever you play it every single time. It's not a fringe sport. Um, my my one of my lenslets came back from school the other day and said that they played flag in school. They played flag American football in school as a part of a PE lesson. Sounds awesome. So let's not keep going down this route of constantly appealing to the lowest common denominator, like no one's ever seen the game before. Um, I don't think they even know what they're trying anymore. No, I don't, and and I, yeah. I think that's what. Sky Sky seem to be caught in limbo at the moment with their their coverage, and I'm I'm speaking. You know, I've got to be. I'm, this this is purely my personal opinion, and obviously I work with Sky, so it's it's difficult to voice it. But probably no one that Sky listens to this anyway. So, Ed, edited um, to save Dougie's job. Yeah, they yeah. they seem to have pitched their whole channel now, where they don't know if they want to be sort of YouTube generation influencer led. Because if you watch Sky Sports News, there's always some, you know, crazy named young person on there that sits in front of a mic, you know, with their laptop on their lap, which is one of the other things that I'll, I'll come on to in any other business. But that that sort of um, the the whole influencer led sports coverage rather than expert led sports coverage. So you get that element of it on their highlights show, but then you get this other element, which is like really tired, lazy old men presenting the actual coverage. Mm. Uh, I think there's got to be somewhere in between. There's There's got to be people out there with more charisma than Neil Reynolds who aren't as annoying as OCU Manura and Jason Bell. <clears throat> it's, like just somewhere that, in the middle would be great. Nat, Nat Coombs. Nat Coombs. That would... Exactly. And... Yeah. Yeah, Coombs, I, I think Carlson's probably retired now, right? He must be in his 80s, I'd guess. <laughs> but, he's, um, he's one of those people that you look him up and he'll he'll turn out to be 38 and he's, yeah. just, he's just always been old. I don't think we'll ever really appreciate just how good that Channel 4 coverage was with Coombs and Carlson. It was just brilliant. Mick Luckhurst and Imlatch, they're probably not as good as I remember in my rose-tinted no, glasses. But there, there was no denying that that, Carlson Coombs combo was 
as good as it gets. You think yeah. in um in this day and age where um where commodities presenters and the likes are so disposable, why and how Sky are so pot committed or for want of a better phrase, in, in Neil Reynolds, don't you? It's like there's got there's got to be other people out there. And, and when I watched the I watched the Thanksgiving on Thursday, and it was mildly with Avery Williams, it was actually mildly entertaining. I don't know who the the woman is. She's fucking insufferable. But well, if they had she wasn't there on Sunday. They Avery Williamson was still there uh, along with I think it might have been Jason Bell. Who, but I, Jason Bell's I just find. It's just a bit too much. I don't mind OC so much. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't even like Neil Reynolds. Like I've got nothing, nothing against the guy. I just don't think it's the right, like it's not in a personal sort of way. I just don't think it quite works. Nothing um, against the guy. I just rather watch nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially. <laughs> he, yeah. he would, he would fit right in, in homes under the hammer. <laughs> so, sorry, I had my uh, attention diverted for a moment. Who, who are we talking about? Uh, Neil Reynolds presenting Homes Under the Hammer. Um, if you don't, you don't buy it. Sky will. I, I, I hope that wasn't Sky calling you up after they heard your comments. I mean, we we we're not live. Just to be, oh just yeah, to that's be a clear. good point. Um, the man, the man, the, <laughs> the the man has got all the charisma of a Yankee Candle. <laughs> Sometimes your analogies kill me. <laughs> if he was a selection box, he'd be heroes. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's Cele- the celebration he's the quality... Neil. Nah, he's the he's the he's the quality street once all the um county fudge and the toffee pennies have gone. <laughs> What happened to to Jeff Reinbold anyway? I'm a bit concerned. I think he's Jeff, probably Jeff, he's probably um, incarcerated. No, mate, I can tell you what happened. He had a heart attack while shagging a British um, divorcee after a day trip to Disneyland. Standard. <laughs> true story. I mean, that could, that could I mean I'd love to, I'd love to think that you can but you're actually telling the truth, aren't you? <laughs> who, who who knows with Dougie? It's hard to tell. Right. Judge Reinbold. <laughs> Judge Reinbold. Brilliant. What a guy. What a guy. And and the biggest travesty that and and something Sky have never recovered from is getting rid of Nick Hauling and um Big Kev. Cecil, uh, Big Kevin Cecil. Cecil. Yeah. But like, was they just had, They had enthusiasm. Like Do you remember when they infectious. had Farah? Oh God. I oh, don't miss it. Oh Jesus. That was that was a bad that was probably a couple of years. I don't know what they were thinking. Um, Quite, and she 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 came on. It came out of a this is the my the only thing of note that I remember ever saying, um, and it came out of a commercial break or some, something had happened, and it cut to the studio, and she just went, you know what they always say, kickers kick the ball. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Like> Dara. <sighs> Sounds like Karen Carney commentated on this fucking World Cup. <laughs> uh, don't get me don't get me started on just on that there was there was um i know this we, we just don't you know we don't talk about american football but there was a um i can't remember if it was the ghana or senegal match but there was uh an 
a woman who played 40 times for France in the 80s. Now, women's football in the 80s and 90s was effectively pub football. Not even that good. It was it, yeah. it was even the league. Yeah, <laughs> but there she is, front and centre. ITV sport coverage, tick in a box. Yeah. Well, they had, they, who was it the other day? The, the celebration. This is rabbit hole territory, isn't it? But... Um, the, 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 celebra- whole the whole the whole the, show's been rabbit hole territory. The, the, don't, the, don't the celebration and middle aged misogynistic man trying to avoid being any way near misogynistic, but the celebration of having um, while uh, and Carney as the the only three people um, analysing presenting a World Cup match, between Ghana and Saudi Arabia or whoever it was, like it was some sort of step forward for women's rights. It just it was it was in Cameroon. A step, a step and forward in, in women's rights, a step backwards in sport broadcasting um credibility. People should be there on on their merit, like for whatever reason, not just because oh they're a woman and you're sharing an interest. Because I'm not oh. I'm not even sure. Um, Carney and Aluko are actually good. No, they're not, mate. It. There are some like um, Emma Hayes. Yeah, was brilliant. Genuinely insightful. Alex really, Scott really is decent, good. but you know, obviously can't do it because the women's Premier League is being played at the moment. But yeah, any Aluko, just I'm, I'm not sure she's good. Yeah, we're definitely I, digressing. Yeah, um, absolutely. The, are we going to? I think. On again? Well. <laughs> Uh, we could we could talk about is this, is, the, cr- is, there... is this cricket football or whatever you want it to be whatever you want it to be <laughs> um give us give us a new regular feature of the show that's what we need um or, or new weave, weave something in weave something in well one i've always wanted to do is craig's bullshit fact of the week <laughs> <laughs> but i think just narrowing it down to one per week would take too long in the edit so Okay. <laughs> I never actually got round to it. Um, um there, there you go. You can have that one for free. Um, thanks. <laughs> Hashtag Mark's, Craig Fax. Uh, <laughs> uh, you could have <laughs> Dr. Can... Mark's reflex knee jerk reaction of the week. <laughs> 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 he got so Sailing. angry. So he, I, angry I, was listening to him, I was listening to him last week going, Mark, you know, you know they're like second in the league, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but you're but, talking about salt in the earth. Can we must be really hard sporting a team that's eight and three, Martha? Yeah. Adam, I want a jingle that says, Welcome to Salem's Salient Points. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with all this stuff is it's ultimately a lot of effort. Which is yeah. basically why we've kept things largely the, yeah, the look, same. My my edit <laughs> did take quite a while, which is why I, you know, wanted to stop doing it. Uh, no, I I get that completely, and I, but I I still in I still enjoy it if it takes I, yeah under, absolutely under look, an I, hour I, um, kind of thing. I get infuriated that one sentence previews still aren't delivered with the energy that I wanted them delivered with in the first. You know. The one sentence preview with all the the fast music and stuff, and then you got Craig delivering a monologue. <laughs> wait, wait, wait till wait till you hear Pat's from today. 
I'll tell you what, <laughs> should we do them now? Let's do them now. We haven't done them yet. Uh, did you give me previous. any? Uh, no, do you want some? I'll yeah, give, give me, me some I'll, and I'll, I'll, right. I'll busk them. And whoever okay. wrote them, however great they were, it's, it's never going to be heard. Yeah, and if you've written a joke that goes between two of them, fuck you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, regret, I regret nothing. We will start with Buffalo at New England. Huge game for both teams in the fight for the playoffs. Pittsburgh at Atlanta. This game couldn't be any less relevant if it tried. Denver at Baltimore. Denver to have more punts than first downs feels like the better of the week. Green Bay at Chicago. You'd need some of that gear Rogers takes to enjoy this one. <laughs> Jacksonville at Detroit. Worst game of the week candidate, not this year, not even close. Cleveland at Houston. Cleveland aren't getting out of this division and Houston are officially the worst team in the NFL. I mean, this this was the Deshaun Watson Bowl. I thought I'll tee you up with some inappropriate Deshaun Watson-based joke and you just you just ignore it completely. Yep. He's better than that. No, he's not. New York Jets at Minnesota. Will Mike White season maintain its momentum this year? Will the Vikings ever look convincing? Tune in to find out. Washington at New York Giants. Gut feeling is that the winner of this one will end up making the playoffs and loser won't. Huge game in the NFC East, but I see the commanders being better. Tennessee at Philadelphia. Bland. Really bland, but somehow they're both really good. Don't get it. I get it with Philly, but not the Titans. Seattle at LA Rams. A timely, soft game for the Seahawks. It could be in the process of stumbling out of the playoffs after back-to-back losses. Miami at San Francisco. Tonga Bailoa versus Garoppolo might not be as sexy as Marino v Montana, but it's not all that far away. Kansas City at Cincinnati. A repeat of last season's AFC Championship game, but this time it will be a completely different result. Las, Las Vegas, no, LA Chargers at Las Vegas. A matchup between two teams who are probably more fun to watch as a neutral. Indianapolis at Dallas. Jim Irsay's random decision generator against potentially Odell Beckham's random decision generator. New Orleans at Tampa Bay. This NFC South matchup takes two teams, one top, one bottom, but both have got losing records. Go figure. There you go, the NFC South, wow. That Odell Beckham story, did you hear he got pulled off a plane? It could, I couldn't work, I couldn't make out from this story what had actually happened. So like what, he, as I understood it, he he was sleeping under a blanket. Um, Someone pulled him off. I mean, I, yeah, quite. I guess he was wearing noise-cancelling Bose headphones because they're all sponsored by Bones or Dre's or whatever. Um, Bones. It, Bones, yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> um, and the, apparently, because he didn't rouse the first time, the air steward or stewardess, T, um, gender TBD, um, decided to call the police. To remove him, um, was the plane on the ground? The plane was on the ground. Yeah, I mean, they don't they don't normally remove people when the planes are in the air. <laughs> it's hard. He wouldn't. He wouldn't put. He couldn't be roused to put his seatbelt on. Beckham's claiming that they only he didn't. He was asleep. He didn't didn't hear it. 
and uh, they took the plane was taxi and they turned the plane around back to the um, gate and uh, the police escorted him off the flight. It's out. Well, this is going to be one of those things that depends which version you believe, isn't it? But, well, it, uh, it's an impressive. Jones have said that it doesn't, it's not going to make a jot of difference. They're still going for him. And I, for one, with as someone who sat with Odell Beckham on four fantasy benches this year, hope that it's true. <laughs> I've stashed him in the, in the, the old league of clowns. Um, and he's just there pissing me off every week, taking up a spot that I could be <laughs> well, used I have, for I have him in my, in my main league, the Wonkers to a Man League that we all, all the originals were part of. So, yeah, I'd quite like him to. That that league, by the way, I'm finally in there this year. Yeah. Um, it's very enjoyable. Yeah. That was that was the start of, kind of linked to the start of the pod. It was, because it was originally, used to do originally, like a, it was going to be a podcast that I just sent to the 10, as it was at the time, league members, um, rounding up the week's action. Um, yeah, then, a lot of those early episodes, like the last 10 minutes, you do like a, here's, here's, the, here's what's going on in the, in the Wonkers League. Yeah. Uh, imagine um, doing that now. I know, right? I mean, imagine doing a podcast about fantasy football. <laughs> we used to have we used to have fantasy corner we did i, I made jingles and everything oh those were good <laughs> <laughs> those were very good <laughs> defensive players are idiots they are i still like, never a truer word spoken <laughs> those those were the days I do, I do like fantasy football i don't know what like it's it's fun to play with the right balance, uh, but there's so much content and so, so many podcasts about it. And ultimately it's just, it's mostly a game of chance. It's and so much of the advice is either obvious or bollocks. Like I saw someone the other day saying, hot take, take Travis Etienne out. I was like, yes, he's on a bye week. What the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's not difficult, is it? There's, there's, you know, four players on any squad that can do anything really. So four four players, 32 teams, 64, 128. You're really talking about maybe a hundred players that have any relevance. And you then you then you're hoping for luck beyond that. Yeah. yeah. And you're, you're, you're always hoping you're, you're always hoping for an element of luck because it's always the the random wide receiver two or three that that ends up with a a, a career game in a yeah. match that is completely obscure um and then somebody after in I, I told you you got to start this guy he's something special and then everybody claims him off waivers that week or everybody tries to claim him off waivers because nobody's actually got him and then it disappears into obscurity then for the rest of the season some RJP Ryan this week, he'll be flying off the shelves and then they'll get 20 yards the rest of the season. Exactly. I mean, the ones you have to watch out for are the ones where, you know, like Aaron Rodgers' new bloke. Um, Jordan Love. Yeah. Oh, receiver, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. Dubs, the Watson? Other one. Is it Watson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, Christian Watson, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, look, in, in the Wonkers League, I've scored... The most well, I've conceded the most points in the league. So my team has you've, got, you've got to be better at shutting up that defense and well, not no, allowing that to my, happen. If yeah. My point is that you can concede a lot, you can play teams that 
score a load of points every week and comparatively your team has to score higher but there are all the teams above me in the league have conceded less so their team doesn't have to be as good it's complete it's complete luck and in the last year I was in a league that I scored the most point the most total points out of anybody and didn't make the playoffs yeah yeah it's (laughs) it's like it's like that in the in the Verona league the um the Gettleman I've I've for the last 10 weeks I think I've either had to score 140 points to win or I've had 150 scored against me. Yeah. Do you know, it's like, <laughs> that league is ridiculous, by the way. Um, what, are you, what are you liking and, and disliking in real football this year? Your, your, um, old, your old Chiefs are, are tearing it up as, as ever. Mahomes is just ludicrous. It, it's almost since the day that stopped actively being a Chiefs supporter became NFL agnostic. Um, the Chiefs have got that was a shot in the fucking, arm they needed. Yeah, yeah, an <laughs> absolute, absolute tear up. Yeah, uh, what do I like about football this season? I've got to be honest. Um, I do like that more teams are just going with one running back. There seems to be a move towards or a move away from committee based running backs. You look at uh, Washington. Um, Seattle, uh, I know the, the teams I mentioned aren't all great teams, but uh, the, the, the Chiefs seem to have done it to an extent. They don't really run the ball. Um, I've never been a fan of committee running backs. Um, I think it, it, it suits teams that have a funky system generally, like San Francisco, the, the one that springs to mind there. Where com- just... I wouldn't say they're a committee team. Well, they not now. They've got McCaffrey. They're looking at it probably differently, but they've been. Well, I think the reason they go through so many running backs is because they tend to play one and stick with him, and then he breaks. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but plug, plug and play. It doesn't have to be a superstar there. No, um, I, I do miss. I, I do miss um, running football. Uh, there's there's nothing more boring than teams going constantly three and out with um, bubble screens and slants and you know looking at you, floor. Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, yeah. There's no. I, I find that just so dull. I I I absolutely hate the roughing the passer situation. I think that's got to, that's got to change. It's well, they're not consistent with that. That's what annoys me. So, so like there, there are there are calls every week where like the the obvious, yeah, the quarterback threw the ball three seconds before he takes a big hit. Fine, that's roughing the passer. But it's the ones where like they'll go and slide, and the defender tries everything they possibly can to jump out the way of him, and they'll still get flagged. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the same. It's going back to the the conversations about rugby. It's. The priority is safety over entertainment. And, and you know what? Who gives a fuck about safety? Come on, like who plays American football? I, I do say, but I do see it in an American football sense in that you protect the people that are paid the most because nobody wants to see John Wolford against Andy Dalton. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor True. Simeon taking on Brock Osweiler. Yeah. Nobody cares. They want to see Jason Pissflap. 
They want to see Jason piss flaps against Keith Skill. So I do, I do get that to a certain extent, but you know what? They've got to take a lick every now and again. There's, I can't remember the last properly good blindside defensive end sack I saw. Like the ones you used to watch on NFL Rocks. <laughs> now you're talking. Go and watch that, by the way, if you haven't seen it. It's on YouTube. Is it? Oh, wow. Yeah. They were, it used to be VHS. Mate, we wore Martin's copy of that down to the nub. <laughs> I remember fondly. <laughs> Hours. Oh, we'll just, should we just watch it again? Yeah. Yeah. Then my favourite one is where Don Beebe bounces on his head. <laughs> like literally lands on the top of his helmet and you see his neck recoil and then he bounces. Just start <laughs> tweeting that stuff. That's what people, that's the sort of shit people want to see. Yeah, I might do that. I might screen record a little bit of the NFL Rocks video. and uh, I'm sure you'd be able to find it on YouTube somewhere, wouldn't you? I'm guaranteed. I literally YouTube. just said that, you useless fat prick. <laughs> no contacts <laughs> whiplash. <laughs> bit like regressive, regressive rugby. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anything else anyone wants to talk about? On the subject of controversial refereeing bits, what did you feel about the Hunter Henry catch for the touchdown that was deemed not a touchdown on replay? Because it looked to me like he possessed that in the end zone and then hit the ground and then the ball came out, but he'd already hit the ground with his knee, so he should have been down by contact or a touchdown, and they gave neither, and I just don't understand it. There's a lot of those I don't understand. It's like when there's a scrum for the ball on the floor. Right. When when a when there's a pile on, the first person that con- has that ball under control on the floor should yeah. be the person that has because they're therefore they're down by contact. But but it's often the first person that gets up with the ball. Yeah. I think that those are those it's often because you don't there's no footage. You can't tell on video who's got the ball until you unpick then the benefits every player from the, the attacking pile. team. It shouldn't go with whoever yeah. Grab who, whoever's balls. The benefit should go with the attacker. I dread to think what goes on at the bottom of those pylons. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Matt Ryan after the incident this week. <sighs> Talking of refereeing decisions, Pat, that um, Jags touchdown conversion, which ultimately won the game. MJJ, in your honest heart of hearts, touchdown or no touchdown? I at no point thought that was a touchdown. They ruled it on the field and then decided they couldn't overturn it based on the video evidence. And my live watch of it was like, well, he's landed out of bounds. It was a good effort, but he's not in. But we'll take it. We need it. Because it was like the shin. I mean, I, I don't know much about rules of NFL, but, you know, if he's got one foot down, does does the shin count as Yeah, it does. The... I think it's it's like a butt cheek. So like a butt cheek, if it counts as two feet. But I couldn't... The thing is with that, fine. If they could prove that his shin actually fell in bounds but i'm not sure you could i heard someone use the phrase above the ankle well fine but i still think his arm might have been down out of bounds first but yeah what can you do it's not often we get the rub of the green i do wonder whether the nfl leans towards going with the decision that's going to make the game most exciting yeah, and, not, you know maybe what? not a I'm conscious all for, i'm all for on in all sport i'm on i'm all for the on field decision taking precedent like they yeah made yeah it. no i agree with that that, that makes sense 
right? You're you're the guys in charge. That's it. And and there's a lot of football. Um, apparently there's been a, a penalty for Argentina in the in the World Cup tonight. Oh, it's a shocker. Have, ever it ever a shocker. in a million years been a penalty. Yeah. What's there are definitely again, it's like the referee and decisions on the field. Same in rugby. The referee on the field has control. Everybody else should shut the fuck up unless they're actually spoken to and asked for an opinion. And until until the cameras and 4K cameras are in literally every single cubic meter that there is pointing in every single direction, there's always that chance that an official has seen something that a camera hasn't. Yep. Um, and even and, if they in haven't, any sport. There's, it's you know, and even if they haven't, it's, there's questionable calls that go on the basis of opinion, even with a camera replay. You know, and there's definitely been games where you're watching it thinking all the marginal decisions are going in favour of the team that are behind trying to catch them up and keep this game interesting and keep the audience watching for an extra 20 minutes. So that's something that does feel like it happens from time to time. Yeah. As soon as you put, as soon as you put a decision in, on onto a screen, the decision-making process onto a screen, you remove all um, empathy and understanding of the game. Yeah. And I think that's what's missed. There, there is no sort of. Sometimes you see a catch, and you just say, "Well, that was just a catch." Like the fact that he slid, and then seven yards after he was out of bounds, the ball moved. Doesn't matter. He's already caught it. Doesn't matter. matter. He's already caught caught it. it. Not only has he already caught it, but he's out of bounds. So once he slides out of bounds, it shouldn't matter whether the ball moves. Play the play should be over. Plays over. That's that's never consistent either. Uh, the, yeah, the second he hits the whitewash, if he's in control of that ball, it's a catch. How how often do you see well, the answer to this? Is far too often that you see <laughs> a call like that, and they'll go to Gene Steratore or whoever Mike Pereira, and they'll say, "Well, that's that's the correct call. It's not going to be overturned." And then they overturn it, or vice versa. And that that in itself says that, yeah, <laughs> you know. Somebody well, that, that happened in this Argentina Poland game that I've got in the background here. Danny Mills, uh, I think it's Danny Mills. Uh, no, Danny, uh, um, the Danny Murphy. Danny Murphy is the worst commentator in the world. Um, but an ex player looked at it and straight away was like, That's not a penalty. Nope, no way, no way. But then you get a referee walks to a screen, sees it on the screen, and goes, Well, yeah, that's a foul. There was one for handball where the guy was just falling over and he put his hand out to break yeah. his fall. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like, especially in this World Cup, they're going to the screen and once they've gone to the screen, it's, you know pretty much what's going to happen. Yeah. They're only being called there if there's a, ch- a case to answer. Um, what I would say about, like again, digressing, but what I'd say about this one in the, in the World Cup was that if it was the other way around and the striker did that to a goalkeeper, it'd be called a foul. So you have to have a level of consistency. So, but with, with the NFL, the ball, I just don't, I don't understand some of the, the, the decisions on catches and no catches. It, 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 it just makes the whole thing just too much of a lottery. I think catches should be the on-field referee's decision. And if they get it wrong, they get it wrong. Mm. I think within the problem is it's it's like every every sport has got the same problem rugby cricket football now with VAR like there's a 
there's a wide acceptance of you want if something's completely glaringly obviously wrong you want it overturned and that's why the te- that's why var or drs or the tmo that's why all these things exist because people want to stop horrible de- decisions going going the wrong way but then think, then you have to draw a line somewhere yeah. so as soon as you start looking at something i'm like oh well, you might be able to see daylight between the ball and the ground or you might and then but as soon as as soon as you spent more than 10 minutes looking at it it's not a glaring error this is what annoys me like you why why do we need to look at something for five minutes right like rugby's mm, rugby's yeah. worse and worse for this it's the so worst if, if you like when they first brought the tmo in like it seemed to it seemed to make sense and it was just like the referee would then would sometimes go can you give me a reason not to award a try and if they can't do that in 20 seconds and they move on and they award the, the try the but now is, it's just like let's look at it for five minutes in case yeah. we've missed something the the point is like the the video you you hit the nail on the head where you said sort of glaring error or glaring mistake we've got in you know in rugby where tmos are actively calling knock-ons at the at the bottom of a ruck that the referee can't see that just that was just part and parcel of the game you get those you, you don't get them in the middle in the yeah. middle of the field let the uh, it's that constant stopping of the game that everybody hates. For me, any television match official should only really get involved in acts of foul play that potentially could lead to a red card, and and acts or things that are um, game changing, like a goal where there could have been an offside or a potential foul, like in the immediate vicinity or build up to to when that goal was scored. Everything else should just be left on the field, like in all sport. Right? Like I know, obviously, in, in football, in NFL, all scoring plays are reviewed as a matter of course. Fine, perfect, no problem at all. You could also you could you know, do the same. Go on, mate. I'm just saying, that, and that's and that's how it should be. But when you've got referees interjecting or TMOs interjecting, and and again, I'm physically for rugby is is the small things that don't have a massive bearing on the game but just stop the game for no reason when actually if the referee's missed it the referee's missed that's it that's just at, at least you get at some least in you the, don't get some and that's it at least in the nfl's case it's just scoring plays or challenges yeah. so there's, there's there's that i suppose but sorry pat yeah that's fine no i, th- I thought russell's point had finished but it was just his internet giving him a little break i think uh, um so made a good point about slow motion and uh... what do you do for a job again russ oh well actually <laughs> <laughs> legally not allowed to tell us these days um yeah you made a good point about slow motion in that when you look at a, something, a hit slow motion it looks really easy for the player making the hit to pull out of it but if you look at it full speed, you know, the, the time between the hit being made and the quarterback releasing the ball, for example, is negligible. And then they slow it down and like, oh, no, that's definitely unnecessary roughness. Like, well, the, the time was, difference was is negligible one... full speed, and that's what you should be basing it on. 100% agree. And they don't do that, and that, that drives me nuts. There was one in the Titans-Bengals game where there was a, a flag for a hit on Burrow that basically the two 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 defenders were approaching him to try and tackle him. Um, Burrow, went to, Burrow the went to slide. The, the, the defenders collide, tried to avoid Burrow, collided into each other, and they still threw the flag. Yeah. They, saw a, they just saw a collision at the corner of their eye. Someone did. And it's between the two defenders who are trying to do everything they can to not hit the quarterback. 
Yeah, and it should be obvious looking at that. If they've drilled the sliding quarterback with the helmet or with the shoulder, fine. If they if the quarterbacks slid into their shins and knocked them over like fucking skittles, then there's no foul there. And why are you giving 15 yards? We are grumpy old men, and I'm yeah. here for it. With that yeah, in mind, let's right. do some any other business. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, Russ, go on then. Any other business? Yeah, I've got a very, very quick one. Um, you know, we've already talked about the World Cup a little bit. Somebody went off last night because they headed the ball too hard. Nico what? Williams for Wales put his head down, the ball hit his head, and he I had saw to that. go off the field. Right, it kind of hit the hit the biggest, top of his head. Big, didn't it? Biggest game, biggest game of his life. Nil nil, England Wales World Cup. The ball hits him on the head, and he has to go. Fucking hell. Like, it's a ball. All of the, the dementia and the, the stuff going on and they're trying to um, pin on heading the ball. There's there's new players assume not to be allowed to head the ball the day before or the day after a match to reduce the amount of head knocks. Um, they forget that when the likes of Jeff Astle were heading a ball, they were basically heading a breeze block covered in leather. <laughs> Right, which may have had some contributing factors. I mean, if you headed if you, where the stitching was, it yeah. would leave an indentation. Mate, if, in you, if, you, if you've ever ever headed a mitre multiplex <laughs> on a Sunday morning, then you know exactly That's what I'm cinema. talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, listen. I I I'm a bit predisposed to concussion. I, I don't know what it is, but I I I had several concussions from heading footballs. Um. I'm absolutely certain, especially um, some of the shit footballs I played up with. Um, so you, it's it's, it's had no visible far. effects. It's gone too far. I'd, I'd do it all again. Uh, if I get dementia, so be it. Um, I don't know where it ends, mate. I don't know where it ends. I think we end up playing no, I don't think we play sport in 20 years. I mean, the pendulum in the NFL swung so far now that they're pulling players out of games for stumbling after bumping shoulders with someone, and it, there's nothing even remotely near their heads has happened. That's the reflex for missing the thing that happened to Tua. It's gone so far it like, the other way. Like just um, the but, the amount of added time being played at the World Cup, I'm quite enjoying. But players are going down. They they see it as a a way to break the game up. You know, I'm go I'll go down and just rub my head, and they know it has to be stopped. Yeah, look, what can I? I just love, go I love how we've got. I just want to talk about that too. Can I? Can I just talk about that too? A thing. Go on. Um, you know that you know that the game and everything around it is governed by social media interactions. When a qualified doctor gave two of the all clear, but the social media clamor was so great that the team had to fire the doctor and the doctor was vilified for making a decision. When he gave, in his honest I firmly believe he gave his opinion that Tua was not concussed. Some like yes, the optics were bad, but I listened to your podcast the week of that, and the level of sanctimony and 
self-righteousness that I heard on that about how everyone around the Dolphins needed to be fired. This guy's life's at stake, X, Y, Z. None of you are doctors. None of you are on that field. None of you are involved in that incident. No one on the line was involved with that incident. The only person qualified to make that decision was the doctor on the day, and he made it. There is not a doctor in the world that goes through that amount of training to get to where they get that is told by some fucking jock bro who's become a football coach how to do their job. Not only that, but they're independent. Well, are, are they? This is what I don't know. I don't know everything, how it... everything around head knocks is reactionary. Everything about head knocks is about making yourself seem like you care more or you're, you're such a good guy and you think about the safety and well-being of, of these people. And none of it is about the facts of the actual incident, which were that a doctor evaluated him and said that he wasn't concussed and he was fit to play the following week. None of you lot know jack shit about whether he was. So you can all talk here, you talk about how it was wrong and it was this and it was that and it was a disgrace that he was allowed to play. But ultimately, it's bullshit. That player was assessed and was assessed to be well. We've already said on this episode, you don't want to see your John Wolfers versus your Andy Dolans. So we've already talked about the pressure that will be put on whoever's involved in that decision to get to it into that game. So have you ever met, have you ever, have you ever spent time with a medical doctor? Yes, dear. Right. Medical doctors will not be told they are wrong by anyone. And you're telling me that there's no one in the NFL who's like a paid patsy to sign off on that. There's no Dr. Nix in the NFL because we've seen what that, what the organizations can be like. You don't get to that level of anything in professional sport by being that guy. Oh, you're not telling me Dan Schneider or someone has someone on his payroll that he could push that through with. No. Mm. Well, I'd be surprised, but but again, either way, either again, that's you, Pat, being a little bit sanctimonious, thinking that you know best. It's me being cynical. It's not me being sanctimonious. It's me looking at the evidence of what's happened and thinking this is a possible thinking explanation you know for what's happened. Than a doctor. Thinking that that's a I've, logical I've, explanation for what's happened. I've, I've, yeah, I've seen doctors thinking they're better than doctors on this very thing. Um, uh, we've slipped back from any other business into <laughs> into business. We have. I'm glad um, because I, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Oh, there you go. It's been eating at me since I listened to it. <laughs> I can tell. Um, what's what's your uh, your any other business that you did allude to, but I've forgotten what it was. I've forgotten what it was as well. Um, but what I will say is that having listened to listened to all your pods over the last couple of years, um, mainly on drives to work, the amount of um, self-contained arguments that I have within the cockpit of my vehicle <laughs> um, and the amount of chuckles I've had at, at certain things. Um, well done for keeping it going for the last three years. Um, I do think you all agree too much and there's not enough angst 
So that's that's, that's, that's that why today. that's why that's why we've got to get you on every now and then just to, <laughs> to, just to bring that back. Um, <laughs> yeah, you just need to be more cunty to each other. <laughs> It's been hard because Russ hasn't been here for a few weeks. So yeah, yeah. What do you what do you do? Um, yeah, slag him off. <laughs> it comes it comes easily <laughs> enough. Um, last time I actually spoke to you was the night the Queen died, which is which is still really surreal to me. Um, yeah, well, was, uh, we're, was we're someday, in person. It? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was quite a I'll, day. I'll give you another any other business. Yeah. I remember. I remember. I wanted to do this on them all over, but. I got waylaid mainly because all four of us just wanted to end that fucking podcast. Um, it's only three. That's so much. So there's only three of us on it. Yeah. <laughs> they really felt like, felt like 10. Um, the amount of, I've watched quite a lot of the world cup. When did people start going to sporting events to watch it through their phone? Oh, it's God. not just, I literally not just, just saw a replay events. in this Poland yeah. v Argentina match, and there was a guy with a DSLR camera pointed at himself. So he's obviously recording video of himself watching the game. There are better people the world, the world in that stadium with better cameras down. that can do that for you, and you can go and watch it. Yeah. Hey, listen, I've I've got to go because I'm uh, I'm at um, I'm at the ex's house, and she's just turned up. And I'm leaving, and I don't want to have to talk to her. So go well, go I'm well. Get out of here. But it's great to chat to you, lads, and I'll I'll speak to you soon. See you All right. later. Take care, mate. Take care. Yeah. All the best. Um, Pat, you've got any other business? No, I'm pulling a useless. I don't have anything to do. I feel like that. I thought, yeah, I'm, which seems seems bizarre, but there you go. We can, Happy can we both 200th do that? episode. Yeah, let's. We can end. We can we can end it with Doug's departure. Um, there you go bring it back for 250 or whatever it'll be uh um, the next next time we need an argument well net yeah essentially in 18 months time or whenever 250 will be <laughs> where are we now week 13 week 13 five weeks of regular season four weeks of playoffs six months off six months <laughs> off punch, punch and chat <laughs> uh, i want to do, do one more. a month and then do one He's right about doing different things, though. De- definitely, we 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 need to we need to mix it up a bit. We'll bring we'll bring some some NFL punching chat. We'll, we'll bring a few different things. Yeah. Or, or we'll just do the same again next week. Um. Well, we'll get together next week. We might do something different. It'll be two hundred and one. There you go. Um. Cheers, Ross. Cheers, Pat. We'll, uh, cheers. Go well. Carson 71, by the way.